Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 10th day of February. Welcome. It is so great to be here with you today. Today we are continuing our story in the book of Exodus. We are in chapters 33 through 35, and we continue on with the Evangelical Heritage version for this week. The Lord spoke to Moses, "Depart, go up from here, you and the people that you have brought up out of the land of Egypt. Go up to the land about which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to your seed. I will send an angel before you." And I will drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, but I myself will not go up among you, because you are a stiff-necked people, and I would consume you on the way. When the people heard this bad news, they mourned, and none of them put on their jewelry, for the Lord had said to Moses, "Tell the people of Israel, you are a stiff-necked people." If I were to go up among you for one moment, I would consume you. Therefore, now take off your jewelry, while I determine what to do to you. So the people of Israel stripped themselves of their jewelry at Mount Horeb. So Moses took a tent and set it up outside the camp, far away from the camp, and he called it the tent of meeting. Everyone who was seeking an answer from the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent. All the people got up and stood at their tent doors and watched Moses, until he had gone into the tent. Whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stand at the door of the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. All the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the door of the tent, and all the people would rise up and worship, all of them at their own tent door. The Lord spoke to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend. Moses would return again into the camp, but his assistant Joshua, son of Nun, a young man, did not leave the tent. Moses said to the Lord, "Look, you yourself have been telling me, 'Lead this people up,' but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, 'I know you by name,' and you have also found favor in my sight. So now, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me your ways, so that I may know you." So that I may find favor in your sight, consider that this nation is your people. The Lord said, "My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest." Moses said to him, "If your presence is not going to go with me, do not send us up from here. After all, how would people know that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Isn't it in this way that you go with us, so that we are distinguished, I and your people?" From all the people who are on the face of the earth, the Lord said to Moses, "I will also do this thing that you have said, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name." Then Moses said, "Please show me your glory." The Lord said, "I will make all my goodness pass in front of you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord in your presence. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy." He said, "You cannot see my face." For no human may see me and live. The Lord also said, "Look, there is a place next to me, where you shall stand on the rock. It will happen that, while my glory passes by, I will put you in a crevice in the rock. I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand, and you will see my back, but my face will not be seen." The Lord said to Moses. 
cut out two stone tablets like the first ones. On these tablets, I will write the same words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. Be ready by morning and come up to Mount Sinai in the morning. Present yourself to me there on top of the mountain. No one may come up with you. In fact, no person is to be seen anywhere on the entire mountain. Do not even let the flocks or herds graze in front of that mountain. Moses cut out two stone tablets like the first ones. Moses got up early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and he carried the two stone tablets in his hand. The Lord came down in the cloud. He took his stand there with Moses and proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed by in front of him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and overflowing with mercy and truth, maintaining mercy for thousands, forgiving guilt and rebellion and sin. He will by no means clear the guilty. He calls their children and their children's children to account for the guilt of the fathers, even to the third and fourth generation. Moses quickly bowed to the ground and worshipped. He said, If I have now found favor in your sight, Lord, please let the Lord go along with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, pardon our guilt and our sin and accept us as your possession. The Lord said, See, I am making a covenant. In the presence of all your people, I will do marvelous things, such as have never been created anywhere on earth or in any nation. So all the people who are around you will see the work of the Lord, for it is an awe-inspiring thing that I will do for you. Observe what I command you to this day. Watch me as I drive out the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Be careful that you do not make a treaty with the inhabitants of the land to which you are going, or it will be a trap in your midst. But you must break down their altars and smash their sacred memorial stones to pieces. And you must cut down their Asherah poles, so you must worship no other god. For the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Do not make a treaty with the inhabitants of the land, so that they can prostitute themselves to their gods and sacrifice to their gods. If you do, they will invite you to eat their sacrifices, and they will invite you to take their daughters as wives for your sons, and their daughters will prostitute themselves and make your sons prostitute themselves to their gods. You shall not make any idols for yourselves. You shall observe the festival of unleavened bread. For seven days you are to eat bread without yeast, as I commanded you. Eat it at the time appointed in the month of Abib, because you came out of Egypt in the month of Abib. The firstborn of every mother is mine, the firstborn from all your male livestock, the firstborn of cattle and sheep, the firstborn of a donkey you may redeem with a lamb. But if you do not want to redeem it, then you must break its neck. All the firstborn of your sons you must redeem. No one shall appear me before me empty-handed. Six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you must rest. Even in plowing time and in harvest time you must rest. You, you are to observe the festival of weeks, with the first ripe produce from the wheat harvest. Observe the festival of ingathering at the year's end. Three times a year all your males are to appear before God the Lord, the God of Israel, because I will drive out nations before you and expand your borders. No one will covet your land when you go up to me in the presence of the Lord your God three times a year. You shall not offer leavened bread along with the blood of my sacrifices. 
Nothing from the sacrifice of the festival of the Passover is to be left over until morning. You are to bring the best of your first fruits from your soil to the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a baby goat in its mother's milk. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write these words for yourself, for these are the words with which I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. Moses was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights. He did not eat any bread or drink any water. He wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, as he came down from the mountain, Moses did not realize that the skin of his face was shining because he had been speaking with the Lord. When Aaron and all the people of Israel saw Moses, they were amazed that the skin of his face was shining. They were afraid to come close to him. Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the rulers of the community returned to him, and Moses spoke to them. Afterward, all the people of Israel came close to him, and he gave them all the commands that the Lord had spoken to him on Mount Sinai. When Moses was finished speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would take the veil off until he came out again. Then he would come out and tell the people of Israel what he had been commanded. Whenever the people of Israel saw Moses' face, they would see that the skin of Moses' face was shining. Then Moses would put the veil on his face again, until he went in to speak with the Lord again. Moses assembled the whole community of the people of Israel and told them, These are the things which the Lord has commanded you to do. On six days work may be done, but the seventh day shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of complete rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on that day must be put to death. You must not even light a fire in any of your dwellings on the Sabbath day. Moses spoke to the whole community of the people of Israel. He told them what the Lord commanded. From what you possess, gather a special offering for the Lord. Whoever has a willing heart, let him bring these things to the Lord's offering. Gold, silver, and bronze. Blue, purple, and scarlet material. Fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, and the hides of sea cows, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, onyx stones, and stones to be mounted on the special vest and on the chest pouch. Let every skilled craftsman among you come and make everything that the Lord has commanded, the dwelling, its tent and its outer coverings, its clasps, its framework, its crossbars, its posts, and its socket bases, the ark and its poles, the atonement seat, the special veil that hides it, the table with its poles, all its vessels and accessories, and the bread of the presence, also the lampstand for the light, with its utensils, its lamps, and the oil for the light, and the altar for incense with its poles, the anointing oil, the fragrant incense, the screen for the door at the entrance to the tent, the altar for burnt offerings with its bronze grate, its poles and all its utensils, the basin and its pedestal, the hangings for the courtyard, its posts, their socket bases, and the screen for the gate of the courtyard, the skates, the stakes for the tent, the stakes for the courtyard and their ropes, the finely woven garments for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments for his sons to minister in the priest's office. So the whole community of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. Then everyone whose heart moved him and everyone whose spirit was willing came back 
and brought offerings to the Lord for the construction of the tent of meeting and for all the things to be used in its services and for the holy garments. They came back, both men and women, all those whose hearts were willing. They brought brooches, earrings, signet rings, armlets, and all kinds of gold jewelry. Every person who came presented a wave offering of gold to the Lord. Everyone who had blue, purple, and scarlet material, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, and hides of sea cows brought them. Everyone who presented an offering of silver and bronze brought it as the Lord's special offering. And everyone who had acacia wood for any use in the project brought it. All the women who were skilled spun thread with their hands and brought what they had spun, the blue, the purple, and the scarlet material and the fine linen. All the women who were willing and skillful spun the goat's hair. The tribal leaders brought the onyx stones and the stones to be mounted on the vest and the pouch. Also the spices and the olive oil for the light, for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense. The people of Israel brought a voluntary offering to the Lord. Every man and woman whose heart was willing contributed to all the work which the Lord had commanded Moses to do. Moses said to the people of Israel, See, the Lord has been called by name Bezel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, from the tribe of Judah. He has filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and skill in all kinds of crafts. He has the ability to create designs and work in gold, silver, and bronze. He can cut and engrave precious stones for mounting and can carve wood. He works skillfully in all kinds of crafts. The Lord has also put into his heart the ability to teach others, both he and Ahoyleb, son of Ahisamach, from the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with skill to work in all kinds of crafts, designing, embroidering in blue, purple, and scarlet, working with fine linen and weaving, all kinds of workmanship and designing. So all throughout the story today, I'm constantly reminded that God is a God of second chances. He is a God who says, I see you, I hear you, turn away from your wickedness, turn and repent to me, and let's move forward. And I don't know if you've ever experienced that in like a, not that this compares, but like if you've experienced this in a friendship or in a relationship and, you know, you've done something wrong and this person, you're like kind of waiting to be retaliated against and they meet you with love and grace and you're like, what just happened? I feel totally disarmed and very surprised and also thankful. This is exactly the God that we serve. This is exactly who God is time and time again. And what I think people can really benefit from is the sweet truth. The vital step is repentance to turn away from. And this is something that is, it's like a muscle memory. And this is something that I'm learning as a parent with a toddler who's whose brain is not even fully developed. Gosh, is not even close to being fully developed, but she's in this stage now of um, testing limits and I can tell her one thing and turn around and have to go back and tell her the same thing again. Just the consistency, the tone, the eye contact, the all the things to try to meet her heart for her to understand. We don't get into the flower or we don't throw the dog's food into the water. Like just different things like that. 
again, not on the same scale, but it's these things that are firing off in my brain. I'm like, oh, this feels like this. This looks like this. This is somewhat comparable for my brain to understand it in these things of the muscle memory of, of teaching her, hey, like, you know, we don't do this. And is she at an age where she could understand, oh, I'm sorry, mama. No. But what do I do with her? Like, if I have raised my voice or if I lost my cool for a second or if something that I need to own up for and apologize, I'm mimicking that or I'm teaching her that. And one day it hopes that she will reciprocate that. And so I think reading these scriptures are so helpful for our brains to remember who God is, but then also to remember that we have to play a role in this. We do play a role in this story and it's a very vital one of repentance to turn away from and to humble ourselves because the bible says either we can choose humility or humility is going to choose us it's better for us to choose it and so lord i just thank you for your word and god i pray that we would be a people who seek your face god, i pray that we would be people who love your word and love who you are and um lord i just pray that you would just lovingly convict us god of all the places that we are trying to do life on our own, the things that we are waiting for you to speak on or waiting for you to move and we get impatient and take things into our own hands. God, we repent and we turn away from those things and we turn back to you. And Lord, we just say, would you have your way? Lord, what is it that you have? That's what we want and we will wait. We will wait upon you and wait with you and trust that you are sovereign and that you are king. And it's in your name we pray, amen. Well, that is all from me today. Be sure to stick around and listen to the Israel pilgrimage update from my mom. Thank you, my love. Uh, thanks for holding the fort down too while you're there and I'm here. Uh, real quick update today because mom is tired. <laughs> uh, the jet lag has caught up and I'm not even sure whose life <laughs> I'm living right now. Uh, but a beautiful day today, a full day today. Uh, what I failed to mention is when we arrived in Tel Aviv, uh, we arrived to one of the rainiest, coldest, and wettest days that we've ever experienced there in that region in this particular time. And that is because... Uh, Israel has its own storm that blew in one in such a capacity that they named her uh, in the states we name every hurricane that comes in going in alphabetical order starting with uh, the the first letter starting with the next letter of the alphabet well this was the first for Israel and Barbara uh, showed up and, and Barbie, she was mad. Uh, so we started off, um, even in the desert, it was the coldest and rainiest uh, we've ever experienced. But today the skies parted, the rains dried up, and it was a gorgeous day. And so we started the day today. Where did we start the day today? Uh, I can't even remember, to be honest. We started the day today uh, with a beautiful presentation, uh, a replica of the tabernacle in the desert. 
and the whole presentation is just fascinating. Uh, so many details in such a short amount of time, but uh, the presentation is always so vastly different and so unique. Uh, the first time I experienced it, uh, there was just incredible memorization and details of the specifics of the temple. Um, the second time, a completely different interpretation, and it happened from our tour guide's son. So that was fun to watch uh, father and son sat side by side. And I loved his teaching. It was... These instructors are amazing. The things that they can remember, the detail and the specifics. But this time today uh, was a beautiful correlation of Old Testament to New Testament and all of the symbolism and uh, representation of what took place in the tabernacle and then the equation and the fulfillment of Jesus in the New Testament. So that was always impressive, but today um, just really spectacular uh, kickoff to our day today. And then we went to uh, Masada, which, uh, full disclosure, Jill does not do Masada because in order to get to the top of the ancient hill of the ancient ruins, you have to take a cable car that suspends from the air, which, great, good, um, but I don't do suspendy things in the air with cliffs that have no guardrails <laughs> at the top that you can look over. So, uh, so I sat that one out today, um, but I did do it before. It's spectacular in the location of where these remains are on top of this uh, mountain. Just thinking about it, if you have to take a cable car to get to it, how in the world these people got to the top of it, uh, you know, it's just, it's all fascinating. And it's kind of mind-blowing to, to sit and consider and think about. So that was a part of today. And then we made it to the Dead Sea, which is a salty, crusty body of water uh, because it is, I believe, in my fatigue, if I'm remembering uh, correctly, the Dead Sea is the lowest elevation and it's the lowest body of water on the surface of Earth. So uh, walking out onto what would be uh, a sandy, nice, beautiful beach where you put your feet in the sand and you run your hand through the sand granules. Um, it, is, it is crusty, salt, fascinating. It looks like ice. And I crouched down to get a picture and literally cut up my knees. Um, so it's, you know, it's not your table Morton salt by any means. It is... Um, it's just spectacular. So we were here at the Dead Sea. We did that. Uh, we had dinner and, uh, my poor, my poor angel boy is tired and his face nearly planted in 
a plate of food <laughs> in his fatigue. So it's finally catching up with us. Um, I think tonight will be a good night of rest. And what an incredible group of people we're here with. Uh, slowly getting to chat and meet everybody and just hear the stories of how they found the Bible, how they've transformed by the Bible and how the Bible is transforming them. And then just to hear the stories of who they're with and who they came with and how that came to be. Um, like I said, it's just a big family reunion and it's beautiful and lovely and hard and, and we're tired. Uh, but we should soon turn a corner and to be honest with you, I don't even know what tomorrow holds because uh, I'm having trouble putting thoughts together even now. So I'm going to end here for tonight. I'm going to get a good night's rest, turn the page, and can't wait to share it all with you tomorrow. And of course, uh, you can follow along the journey on social media on our pages, uh, Daily Audio Bible, Daily Audio Bible Chronological, and then of course, uh, the Friends pages, DAB and DABC. And then just two things real quick. I know some of you were bummed. You wanted to get one of the new hats that came in stock and they were sold out. Man, these things are flying, which is uh, always good to hear. This is an upgrade to this product. It is quality. It's beautiful. I've got mine here. I'm going to pop it on my, my noggin and represent the DAB here in the, the Israeli so for those of you who missed out, you'll be happy to know the hats are back in stock, both the caps and the beanies. Uh, beanies tend to go more for the ladies and the caps. Well, I like both of them. I think they, they work for both, but uh, they're back in stock. Get yours while the getting is doable. And then also lastly, uh, the live broadcast, the Facebook live will be coming to you from the Sea of Galilee this Saturday. And that happens, I want to say, oh Lord, 7.30 p.m. I'm going to double check the time, but I believe it's 7.30 p.m. And that is 7.30 p.m. our time here in Israel. Uh, check your time difference because every region is different. Wouldn't even be able to tell you which time zones I think it's roughly uh, 12.30 p.m. for most people, give or take an hour or two or three. So check your local time zone and then join us on that Facebook Live and you can look and see who's here and how their trip is going and all of that good stuff. Okay, I'm going to get some sleep. We'll turn the page together tomorrow and I look forward to it. Until then, love one another. Good morning, DAFC family. This is Lady of Victory on Tuesday, the 31st of January <clears throat> um, in the a.m. This message is for Pam, who called in for her son, Scott, who has to have um, surgery because he's on the spectrum and something is going on in his uh, body. Uh, Pam, I just wanted To pray, to pray for you because I understand the heart of a mother and her son. 
<laughs> and I'm not apologizing for my tears because today is one of those days where it's just a little heavy for me. And so I just, instead of going inward, I decided to go outward. And when I heard this, um, my heart was prompted to um, call, call and pray for you and the upcoming surgery. And so, God, we thank you. We honor you because we can come to you with our cares and concerns. And we can come just like we are, God. We don't have to be pretentious. We don't have to act like we have it all together. We don't have to act like we're stronger than we are, God. We can just come to you broken, battered, and not feel ashamed and not feel judged. And so, God, I bring Kim and Scott before the throne of grace. God, she is hurting and she's trying to be as strong as she can, God. And I ask, Father, that you would take the broken pieces of where she is right now, God, and go before her, go before Scott. God, be with them as they, uh, the doctors are caring for her son. And I ask, Father, that she will be whatever it is she needs to be at the foot of the cross, God, because you understand. Do it for your glory. Good morning, DABC family. It's Simone from Texas. And um, I am calling because um, I experienced my first death at work um, last Sunday. And it was different. Um, I know it's to be expected working in a hospital. But, um, yeah, I spent half the day crying. Um, and it was a baby. I work in the pediatric unit. So um, I'm just praying for strength because I know it will happen um, at some point in time. But it definitely did take a toll on me that day. I'm also calling to ask you guys for prayer for a baby, Baby Z. Um, she has been in the hospital for a while and um, I was told that she has been in and out of the hospital practically her whole life. And I leave work with a new and a different appreciation. And I come home and I hug my son and I text my daughters to tell them how much I love them. Um, being surrounded by sick babies all day long gives me an appreciation for my own healthy children. So I'm asking that you guys will... As a community, lift Baby Z in prayer. She has so many health issues, and um, I feel for her family. Um, please keep her in prayer. Please keep me in prayer, and um, I love you guys. I don't call in as much. I'm just so tired from work every day, but I am listening every single day and praying along with every single prayer request. Love you guys. Take care. Bye. Hey family, Val here. This is a first for me. I'm actually going to be dialing this into the chronological per Dwayne from, um, from Wisconsin's request. We're calling today. Please lift her up. Debbie is her name, his wife. She's having some issues with her hands and her shoulders. And woo, unfortunately, I know both pains. So God, right now, Lord, oh, Father, do the impossible, God. Lord, why doctors in this world is limited? 
has limits, Lord. You are limitless, Lord. So God, right now, heal her body, Father. God, give her a miraculous pain. Let the physical therapy be all it can be, Lord. Let there just be relief for her, Father. Give her a sweet sleep, Lord, with prophetic dreams, God. God, take the pain away, Father. Sometimes that's really the problem. It's so irritable, Lord. It's such a joint that we move all the time. God, go and give her relief, Lord. Do a miracle, Father, in her shoulders and in her hands like only you can do. In Jesus' name, thank you, Chronological Family, for allowing me to dip in today for our sweet, sweet Debbie. Y'all pray for her. She needs us right now. Dwayne's wife from Wisconsin, he calls in faithfully for praise for our children. He's asking for prayer requests for his beautiful wife. We got you, Dwayne, and we love you, Debbie. Until next time, family, be good to one another. Mwah. Hey, DABC family, this is Alaska Mom. Um, I finally got at least one uh, prayer request submitted to DAB, and uh, so I just want to update on my husband, uh, we really need prayers to get his Medicare Part B um, in completed. Uh, we've been working on that since September and still have not gotten it um, done. But uh, uh, he did have some neurology appointments that we were trying for in November. Finally had a couple in January and uh, still really don't know what's going on. Um, don't know if we should go for the surgery or not. Um, still looking for a second opinion. So we could use prayers for both the Medicare Part B and for more help in getting appointments. Um, Anyway, uh, now that hopefully I've got this fixed and working, I can call in more often and uh, just voice some of the prayers that, that I pray and encouragements uh, that I think of as I listen to the other prayer requests. Anyway, uh, thanks and love y'all. Have a blessed day. Good morning, DABC Prayer Warriors. This is Andy from Delaware. I wanted to take this opportunity to say how thankful I am for this community of believers that come alongside of God's people to pray for them. It certainly increases my faith each and every day that I listen to the prayers and the praise reports. So today, I'm asking for prayer for a miracle that is already in the making. My daughter was granted a physician assistant grad school interview on February 6th. We will be traveling seven hours north. Please pray for her to find favor with God and with man and for God to give her peace on her mind, peace on her will and her emotions. And also for good weather for us and traveling mercies as we road trip north because we're not used to snow. Thanks so much. Much love to you all.